come to Tower after Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was... Amanda. Amanda. Plot twist, been recording you the whole time. So today we have Haley. Hello, it is me. <laughs> we have Emily. Hello, hello. We have Caitlin. Hi. And... We have one David Kimmick trying to stealthily come in to take some photos. So yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, as always, we're going to just go around the room and uh, read some articles and talk about some things. Lovely. And might we add, it's not only the first podcast of 2020, but it's our first podcast with our new microphone setup. Yeah. It sounded real good. Claps for the mic. I mean, I don't think the mic wants you to clap, but okay. I like it though. Okay. Okay. All right. Does anyone want to go first? If not, I'll just start. I'll go first. Great. So I was reading this week about Starbucks and AI is interesting to me because I am like a tried and true don't talk to a single person in a store unless I have to like I will order online I will pick it up I will not speak or make eye contact with anyone so Starbucks uh was talking this week at NRF's big show which is where they're talking about like all the new marketing AI VR everything like all the cool technology for the coming years and so they were talking about how they're using AI already in Starbucks and how they're going to in the coming years. So they already use it to decide their staffing needs every day. They basically have like a computer program that figures out like cool. based on a bunch of like statistics about like what's going on. Real quick, we need sidebar. When we had to <laughs> schedule people out for the diner I worked at, mm-hmm. we just guessed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so here's the thing. So that's trans Up until like a year ago, Starbucks was guessing two. Great. But now they have a thing, and it's apparently, it said it has to do with like, if there's sports games in the area, if there's like other wow. activities, like it literally has to do with like traffic and like all this kind of stuff. It's like very intelligent to figure so out how many customers are going to be there and how many people they need to work. So, so using, like, using like year-over-year traffic. Like, yeah. Because that's what we would do, like... I worked at Chili's, and <laughs> our managers would literally come out with a piece of paper, and they were like, okay, we had this many sales this time last year, this time many people were going to have one. Yeah. That so. is so smart, <laughs> must I say. Yeah, so they said it, it factors in all that kind of stuff, as well as like holidays, like especially holidays that move, like if it's Mother's Day or Thanksgiving or whatever oh. that might be. Um, but they're talking about in the coming years, their next plan is to use AI so that uh, the cashiers and baristas don't have to look down when they take your order. So it would literally be like, what? hi, what can we get for you today? And you'd be like, <laughs> a coffee. And they'd be like, great, what kind of milk would you That's like? That's scary. Just, I don't like yeah. that. <laughs> so apparently the CEO's whole thing is that he wants uh, AI to use, like to use AI to foster human interaction rather than to like not need it. Because right yeah. now he's like, everyone just goes on their phone and they're like, oh, just like order this real quick. Don't have to talk to anybody. Don't have to look at anybody. And he wants the opposite, which I personally kind of hate because like, don't it's fine, girl. Look at, look at your don't cash register. Yeah. Make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> and also I'm wondering too, how many orders would be wrong? Like how good the air would have to be off the bat, you know what I mean? So that they get everything. However, my real question is, will it spell names better than they can? Because that'd be nice. They never so, spell many right. Ever. Yeah. So then I was also looking at another article about like general AI for the upcoming years. And it looks like the big thing for 2020 and 2021 is going to be banking AI. So you'll literally be able to say like, I'm not going to say the word so that everyone's thing doesn't get started. But Google, you mean Google Alexa? or Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say, hey, whoever. Okay. If you have an automated assistant, basically you'll be able to be like, 
hey, how much is my credit card bill this month? And she'll tell you. And then you'll be like, hey, pay my credit card bill. Mm. So banking mm. is apparently the next big thing. That sounds sketchy. I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on it. I feel like they're going to have to be really careful with security because even as I was reading this, I found out, I didn't know there was a whole scam with like... Um, Alexa was apparently, they had personnel from Amazon listening to stuff that people said to their Alexas. First of all, Which ew. I didn't know about, which is terrifying. Didn't they use that like to solve a murder? I don't yes. know. I just heard that it. Is, sure. Sounds like it would happen. So scary. Yeah. yeah. So anywho, that is kind of the future of AI in customer service. Um, they said that 85% of customer relationships this year will be managed without human interaction. Wow. So I don't know what you guys think about that. Do you like that? Do you like the fact that everything is like automated and at your fingertips or do you miss talking to people? So this goes back to the whole thing like are robots taking our jobs? Like does that mean yeah. there's going to be less staff? So, so here's the thing. If you have a problem and you call in to customer service and all you get is a voice recording asking you to touch buttons, mm-hmm. that ticks me off. Yeah. yeah. When you want to actually so speak to someone, yes. Yeah. When you actually want to speak to someone. However, sometimes it's fine. <laughs> so, well, and sometimes they're really good. So that was another reason they were talking in the article about like why AI is growing. Because they mm-hmm. said even if you hire the best customer service rep money can pay for, mm-hmm. they can't be on all the time. They can't yeah. deal with eight bad customers in a row. AI, they okay. can deal with as many bad customers as you throw them. So there was also like a talk about like do they send, if they think somebody's going to be difficult, do they just send them to AI? Because oh. it's like a better return on investment. Because they don't have to get stressed out about it, and it's likely they're going to be unhappy anyway. But they attach like so. a number of complaints to a certain like customer <laughs> oh, ID, like, and like they're like, okay, just with like them to automation. It'll have yeah, like a yeah, like what's that called? Where it gets like a, a like segmentation. Yeah, well, yeah, but like it tallies up like how many times you've looked at something or whatever, oh, and yeah, then it, yeah. it knows more about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not mm. all for. I mean, I'm all for AI just continuing to like. Like, I wish I woke up in the morning and my Google Home was like do you want to get a coffee this morning? Do you want the same thing you got yesterday? And I'd be like, sure. And they're like, it'll be ready in five minutes. I would love that. Mm -hmm. But they want it to be the other way. They want it to like create more human interaction, which I find very interesting. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) I have questions. (laughs) Well, I'm just like thinking back. So how would they figure out if someone needs to go to AI versus a human? And I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking that I just learned recently that um, 911 calls are recorded before somebody picks up the phone. Mm, interesting. So, and that they've solved murders that way. Oh. Um, what do people do? They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I killed that person. Sorry. Hello, well, how it's are like, you? So there's a dead body on the corner. There was a whole, there was a whole thing. There's a podcast on it. I'll okay. link oh, to it. Yes. But basically, the woman was claiming that she was getting attacked and everything, but before mm. 911 picked up the phone, there was silence. Oh. She wasn't being attacked. She once she, once they picked up the phone, she acted like she was being attacked. Interesting. But they have the recording piece of her before 911 picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. So as it was ringing. Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah, it's like, well, I guess that's as far as So no. I right. assume they could do something like that. I think also with customer service, you know where typically you have to like, type in a message like I was using, I was doing this on Apple the other day for Apple support and you, it's like what's your problem and you type it in yeah. and then they help you or like Comcast I know does that too oh, yeah. so I'm wondering if it's like if you're like well this piece of bleep bleep like if you do right. one of those mm-hmm. if they're like oh AI mm-hmm. you know and I mean ideally the computer does that for you yeah. like maybe it can identify like hostile language or like a negative tone or anything mm-hmm. like I mean think maybe. even Grammarly can like figure out your tone sometimes yeah. so 
Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. But I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with AI because I personally am a fan of it, but I know a lot of people are not. So. Well, I definitely don't want someone staring into my soul as I try to order a coffee. <laughs> I really don't. But it will be a real person. That's the thing. They like want to use it to make humans' jobs like more necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I'll let it slide this it's time. It's weird. I want people to look down when they order, take my order because that makes me feel like they're getting it correct. You and know, they're a human being. Yeah. It's just like those servers that literally remember everything you say. I and don't like that. It's a I table don't. of 12 people and they remember Here's everything. The if they get it right, I tip so well though. It's a it's a gamble, but... <gasps> don't play with my... Emotions. Don't forget it wrong. Don't forget my baked potato. It's all I gotta say. Yeah. Like... Can that be Amanda's memoir? Don't forget my baked potato and other necessities. The Amanda Baganski story. It's fine. It's fine. I'd read that. All right, cool. Anyone want to go next? Sure. Great. All right. Wonderful. Well, since it's for first podcast of the year, 2019 is over. I thought we could go through all things that happened with Google in 2019. Not everything. There's so much. Oh gosh. You can't keep a lot of Oh, gosh. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I try. It surely is. Every day there's, like, a million new things. But I figured it'd be cool to go through some of the top um, search algorithms of this year, some top updates, and top trending searches, which is always a fun part. We'll leave that for last because don't look at them. First of all, I would like to commend you that you have a tower template. Oh, thank you. I try. Oh, look at her using tower fonts. Wow. I'm really good. So good. Cover these searches up so no one can see them. <laughs> All right. So is it sexy dog babies? Because nope. that was the Halloween costume. Nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Although um, baby Yoda was one of the top baby searches this oh, of last year. Of so I mean that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Baby Yoda's so cute. Oh gosh, they're gonna make so much like they can do so much with merchandise with them. Anyway, um, <laughs> so top uh, confirmed algorithms. So Google always has them periodically through the year, and it tends to make SEOs go crazy because they're always like, oh my gosh, my traffic went down. What do I do mm-hmm. next? I usually take everything with a grain of salt. Um, so they had March, June, and September, they had like your typical core algorithms. We're not really going to pay attention to those. Um, but one... Um, very important algorithm that came out in October that Haley was actually talking to you about. Haley? Oh, yeah. Bert. Yeah. His name's Bert. Yeah. But if you'd like to know the real name. <laughs> My friend's Stan- dog is also named Bert, which is why we're discussing this. How Go do on. they, how, wait, question. How do they think of the names? Well, this one it stands, it stands for yeah. Bidirectional Encoder Representations from Transformers. That was not as fun as I thought. So you just call it Bert. Call it Bert. <laughs> I want to know if Ernie's coming next oh, year. Like, I, wa- I wanted something fun. I wanted a fun story. You're not no, gonna get that's something fun. No, Sorry. It's very okay, technical, great. so we just call it Bert. Great. So tell us more about uh, Bert. So Bert um, can help um, search engines better understand natural language processing. Um, it occurs in every one in ten searches, so pretty frequently, and it's basically um, able to understand how different words, um, how depending on the placement of them in a like longer tailed keyword, mm-hmm. how can change. The whole meaning of the query. Whoa. So like server and hosting. We were going to write a blog about the difference between host and servers. And this first result was about computer stuff. And then the second thing was difference between host and server restaurant. And I was like, and Haley that's a very that unique problem that we have. Because <laughs> English is weird. And we should be a junior word. SEO because she catches on keyword search intent all the time. 
But um, no, an example of this would be, um, so the example they used was someone searched parking on a hill with no curb. And before... <laughs> yeah. So if, Turn your wheels out. <laughs> thank you, Sorry. <laughs> so if this was before the algorithm, um, Google would take more emphasis on the word curb. So they would give you results based on that. And they would kind of ignore the word no, so it wasn't oh. telling you how to do mm. how to park yeah. on no curbs. That makes sense. Or with no yeah. curb. Um, but now after the algorithm, they see that oh, no curb, not just mm. curb. So yes. now the like your featured snippets are going to be catered more towards parking without a curb. Yeah. It's looking at like modifying words, which is good because I hate that. And then I'll try to do like the minus where you don't include a word. Yeah. But yeah. it's hard to be like, well, don't include the word curb because they're going to mention in that article, like parking with no curb and then parking with a curb. And you're like, well, I can't. But how many people, yeah, how many people know how to use the search operators or even know? Yeah. Where oh, true. And like so. also, but like how many people Google how to park without a curb? I Just would do something like that. It's true. I, I, Google, I, Google everything. I Google some weird things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my searches get longer and longer every year. Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, but... Where was I going with this one? Oh, you know how we were talking about like stop words yesterday? Mm -hmm. So using the word to, like I'm going on vacation to somewhere versus I'm in this place. Mm -hmm. It could change the whole meaning of it. So I think that was the biggest algorithm. I think it affected more searches um, than your other ones that happened throughout the year. You're just your core ones where they're just making random updates within the algorithm. Interesting. Yeah. And then top updates, they um, had something called a diversity update. So if, let's say, one domain ranks for multiple positions on the first page, uh, Google's limiting it to two, so that way it gives more, oh, nice. like, other domains more visibility. That's, like, really helpful for us, mm -hmm. too, because it always sucks when we have a client who's, like, smaller or local, and they just get completely, like, blown off the first page basically by like whatever oh, giant yeah. is in their field oh, because yeah, like no matter how good of content you write or whatever it's if they have like a domain authority of like 90 you're yeah. like well and okay. like, like product searches like how many yeah. times is amazon gonna pop up like mm -hmm. it gives no um visibility to other ones uh so yeah the diversity update um also this is interesting google by 2022 will be blocking third-party cookies so it'll be following the footsteps of firefox It'll be interesting to see um, how they compromise with advertisers. Yeah. So, so what does yes. that mean for us? So, since we don't have that, we don't. If so, the third-party cookie is when a cookie is following um, onto another website. So, um, analytics is a first-party cookie. It's um, being shown when like you visit Tower. But let's say another domain placed a cookie because they wanted to see what you what you searched and mm -hmm. then they could serve ads based on that blocking third-party cookies and they won't be able to do that and so it kind of sucks for advertisers because they can't give um like personalized searches anymore is that like um, when you go on amazon you're like brown boots and then you go to facebook and every ad you get is for <laughs> yes. brown boots okay yeah. i didn't know if that was facebook or if that was third-party cookies the worst. but Holy cow, I spent so much money because well, I never... Well, you know how Facebook, never, when you put in your audience, yeah. they, they do it based on searches, so they yeah. use, like, other... Oh, uh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, I never actually click on the ad to buy them, but, like, the number of times I'm like, those are really cute, and then I just go back and buy them. Yeah. Yeah, I usually fall for the ads. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind the third-party cookies because I am like, cool, give me the most personalized yeah. experience you can, but some people are like, no. Like, um, I think... Where was it? DuckDuckGo is gaining traction because of the privacy. I... I think they're like the um, default browser on um, in the e in the EU. 
Hmm. It's like a default browser, I'm pretty Interesting. sure. Yeah. It's so weird to think that there are places where Google is not like, like are there places yeah. in the world where people are like, oh, I'm just gonna Bing it real quick, like, oh, I think you're <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Oh, that is interesting though because there is like, there's a very fine line between like, okay, if you just want to know so that you can serve me an ad, that's like one thing. But then like I was saying, like people listening, to, they had humans listening to what you were saying to your Alexa. That's, so then that's it's like, well, are human beings sitting there looking at everything I've Googled in the past week because. That's I mean, I can story. see what you search, but yeah. don't yeah, know yeah. who it is. Yeah, exactly. There's like a loss of anonymity there, though, that I feel like is a privacy thing for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I was actually on Reddit the other day, and someone was saying, yeah, like, they, they hate that they go and they start, like, a whole new search, but it's based yeah. off of something they've already searched, so they just want to, like, start clean. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can understand that. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do between now and 2022, mm-hmm. and if they make any compromises... We'll see. Um, The only other updates I just wanted to touch on um, were like structured data. So um, that is um, schema markup that you can add to um, pages of your site like products, FAQ pages, and it just helps search engines um, better read what's on the page. Um, Review, like reviews, you used to be able to do... um, schema markup for reviews so if you were searching something do you uh, have you ever seen like the five star reviews under something Mm -hmm. so that's schema markup Mm -hmm. um they just made changes with that um they're just giving specifically for products they're just giving uh people more um visibility and search results to get their products found so google's making a lot of changes and Excited to see what's happening in 2020. They run the world, I tell you what. The Googs. What do you do about the Googs? And now I'm going to top, tell you the top trending searches. All right, 2019. Let's guess? go. Guess. Go ahead. Can you give us like a hint? Like um, what? Like what realm is it? Like yeah. TV so or only, like? So they had it. So this was this comes from Google Trends, um, and it tells you the top trending categories um, in different locations. So these are only five of them. Um, three of them are people, one of them is a streaming platform, and one of them is a natural disaster. In the U.S. in 2019. Is that what we're looking at? Well, oh, man, you got me because I don't know if this is just U.S. I don't... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say... Mind. I'm going to say... No, I'm going to say this is U.S. because yeah. these people... Okay. So, like, US, definitely... U.S. people. Who were the most notable people last year? Donald Trump. Nope. Oh. Um, uh, are any of them running for 2020? This is n- no... Um, it's like 20 questions. Has nothing to do with politics. Celebrities. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, there are celebrities. Okay. Nope. Who was in big movies this year? I didn't see any movies this year, so I don't Brad know. Brad Pitt. Nope. Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Two of the people that are on here, it's actually sad. So think oh, about death. Crap. Okay. Yes. Who died this year? Um, oh, The Rock's dad just died. What oh, about... Wait, yeah. who are the musicians? Is it a musician? No. Uh, yes, one of them. Somebody, somebody passed. Would you like me to tell you? Yes. Rapper. Mac Miller. Nope. Oh, good idea though. He died last year, but they're they're releasing his album that he made. Okay. That he was working on before. I can't think of who died. I I know that there was a bunch because it happened like all at once. Like they always say, it comes in three. Oh, all those rappers just died. Who were they? What? No, there was like three of them. Just oh, I saw one. The one had a crazy name. They all did. It was like XX Temptation, but it wasn't that one. Oh, no, it wasn't that one. So, okay, I'll go yeah, off of that. Yeah, tell us. Yeah. Um, 
he was married, married, yes, to Lauren London. I don't know if nope. you know her. Okay. We are not um, pop okay. culture people. I don't okay. think you realize um, Nissy Hustle was his name. Uh, That's who so that was. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, the other that. death was a, who was a top trending search, Cameron Boyce. He was no. in Grown Ups, no. like one of the little kids. Hmm. Um, and he was also on random. That was the guy who was young. Right? Yeah, he, he was, was like on 20, random Disney Channel movies. Oh, I did see yeah, yeah, I saw that. Okay. okay. Um, another person. I'm not gonna say I hate this person because I don't hate them. I don't hate people. Um, he's just okay. okay. Um, Antonio <laughs> Brown, which who played like one Patriots game. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so okay. football player. Okay. Um, can we natural disaster? Oh, not the Australia fires. No, that hadn't started. Just, Puerto Rico. No. Um, this Cal- happened. California fires. No. What is, is it a fire? Is it a hurricane? Irma. No. Dorian. Oh, oh yeah, that was, that was, yeah. That was, like, so long ago. Wait, that was, I don't know anything. Hold on, I think that was one in September, because when we were coming back from South Carolina, there was an evacuation. Right. I think it was one that hit the Bahamas, and it was coming okay. up into, like, the Carolinas, oh, the coast. Okay. I think that was Dorian. Wow. It had to be early in hurricane season, because that's only the fourth. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Caitlin, that wait, was, last month. Wait, but this is a lot Halloween. harder than the Halloween ones. Oh, yeah, yeah last time yeah. I did the Halloween searches. like, a category. This one... You guys need to know this one. It's the greatest gift that we got in 2019. Well, maybe me, because I love this. Huh? The Mandalorian. What is it on? Oh, Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus was the Whoa, that number was one. Wow. Interesting. That's interesting that, that that's what we I know. Disney did. Plus blew up Love the Disney Plus. It continues. It's that's interesting crazy. to me that the people, that it was, like, death is when people look people up. Yeah. Notably, like, young death or, like, unexpected Oh, yeah. oh I, I looked up both those people when I heard. Weird. Yeah. I just read the news story and then I go on about my day. I think I, yeah, I have Googled all hmm. these except Hurricane Dorian. Interesting. I don't think I've Googled any of this. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like I said, I Google all the time. Yeah. I'm in the perfect line of work. Really you. But yeah, that was Google 2019. Interesting. I elect that every time you're on the podcast, you bring us a guessable list of Google searches. I'm going to. That's because it's be my so much fun. Yes, but like specific like genres. Because I can't. Yeah, you guys I are going to do I that. I can't do it. That, that you whole need to thing. make like a segment for Google Trends and make it a game show. Can it be like yeah. headbands where it's to. like you got to guess but you can't tell them any of the words in the Google search? All right. From now on, whenever I'm in the podcast, it's going to be, right. I need to think of a clever name but we'll get we'll, we'll content will get on that yeah. don't worry about it that's your corner that's your corner that's it uh, all right cool excellent. sweet emily you want to go right. sure yes. um so my article was just seven social media content trends but instead of trends are kind of like tips because mm-hmm. they're for 2020 mm-hmm. um i'm just going to pick out a few the first one was quality over quantity yes so you know when you're scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> very, very energetic. I love it. She's just 100%. Tired. <laughs> She's tired of reading my 1,500-word blog. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, when you're, whether you're scrolling through Instagram, Facebook, you know, you see the same ads over yeah. and over. You scroll right past them. So this was just talking about um, posting and providing quality and engaging content that will, you know, tease the consumers and attract them to your website so they're not just scrolling right past it. Mm-hmm. So they're clicking the link in your bio, going to your website, mm-hmm. actually looking at everything. So that that's really good. Um, the second is user-generated content, which is basically free marketing mm-hmm. when customers or consumers um, do reviews on like live Instagram stories or live Facebook 
they're promoting your product and they're doing it for free. Mm-hmm. So, so like the whole so influencer segment can, now, exactly. which is wild. Can, yeah. can I branch off I, of that? I, ha- I actually <laughs> said this tale the other day too. I follow a um, company on Instagram called Bloom. Mm-hmm. Bloom. Um, <laughs> Not sponsored, but should be. Come on, hit us up, Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there was this, this girl who... Um, you, she, was, she was marketing for them, but you, it wasn't, like, promoted. Mm. Um, she was just did a video, like, oh, I love this company just because I agree with their mission, da, da, da. And she made me feel so bad for myself because she owns, like, four different companies <laughs> and she was girl. only 22. Yeah. I was like, I just need to do more with my life. It's funny, though, because some of the influencer stuff, I feel like it's reached the tipping point. Like, yeah. for a while, it was, yeah. like, anything that an influencer had, mm-hmm. like, basically, I think we're a little bit less susceptible, but, like, anyone under, like, 18 was, like, gotta have that thing today. Yeah. And now I feel like I see so many FabFitFun boxes oh that I'm God. purposely oh, not nice. buying one because I've seen so many of them, and it's just, like, I feel like it's almost becoming... Like the it's old, the old thing. It's like back when they used to put like celebrities on a cereal box, and that was a cool yeah. thing. And like we're over that now. I'm wondering when like influencer marketing when we're gonna be like. I'm already. It, I'm already done with it. Because you can't. Like, after a while, you can't trust anybody. Because right. you're like, well, is it paid? Is it right. really They're paid? They're getting paid to promote this product. How much so are they getting do paid? Do they actually like it, or are they just yeah. throwing this in my face yeah. to get well, a paycheck? Yeah, and yeah. I saw an article somebody put is um, accounts are inflating their followers. So you don't even know yeah. how many people are real, mm-hmm. how many are bots. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I only trust a few influencers mm-hmm. to tell yeah. me the yeah. truth. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. it's about authenticity. And mm-hmm. if you grab every single uh, company that's going to yeah. give you money to advertise them, then yeah. you're probably not going to get yeah a lot out of it. And that's I like yeah. continually the only way that I do anything on the internet is I look for what has the most reviews at like four and a half stars or, mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. literally like whatever it is, anything from Amazon, even when I look for recipes, like people post yeah. all the time. So I'll be like, hey, here's a great recipe for this. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry for that now. And you know what I do? I go and Google it and I find <laughs> the best recipe. I don't use theirs. Yeah. Like, I do the same thing on Pinterest and when it's, I look for something. Yeah, it's weird because advertising have like, it's never been that before. It's always been like we advertise like cornflakes and now you go buy cornflakes but now it's like oh that made me realize i need to buy cereal Mm -hmm. and then there's so many resources out there that like you might be losing a customer by advertising to them which is like crazy yeah i never thought of it that way yeah Yeah. all right continue sorry that's (laughs) um the last and third one was audience engagement which kind of goes back to the first one (laughs) quality over quantity um know who you're trying to target don't yeah. just throw stuff out there if you're selling like something for young teens don't go post it in an area where it's mm-hmm. like a retirement home yeah. Like, yeah know who you're posting to um reach out to a wider audience like mm-hmm. kind of vary it um and also know what platform works best so if you're again if you're trying to target older people maybe use facebook versus mm-hmm. instagram or twitter mm-hmm. yeah. so just awesome. a few things to think about when you're going to post whether it's personal or like for us as tower yeah mm-hmm. Engagement's still so tricky. I mean, I'm relatively new to the social world. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> came out of the cave. Something's beeping down. Relatively new to like the commercial side for Facebook for businesses. But I find it really interesting because sometimes you're doing something and you're like, oh, this is going to do amazing. And it gets like two likes. And then you'll do something and you'll be like, oh, it's just like a quick throwaway post, like just need to get something up there about X, Y, or Z that's urgent, event, product, whatever it might be, and it'll go like gangbusters. Mm -hmm. And I still don't, it's so interesting to me though, like why people, like what makes somebody like something 
and then what makes them take that next step and comment about something and then what makes them share it like because it's interesting I mean we see it with our clients all the time too that things get like I had a post the other day that had 15 shares and I have no idea why it was a picture of food which is great awesome I mean yeah true it did look really good but like we post food all the time on there and some of them get like two likes and then other ones get like 10 shares yeah. and like it's hard to think about like as you're scrolling what's going to make someone right. stop and, and there's look at it yeah and then you share. think about all the other factors like you're like well what day of the week was it what time yeah. was it like it's just so and how much. did the algorithm play into that yeah facebook exactly is nuts the facebook the facebook it is nuts <laughs> indeed it's nuts <laughs> it's really. fascinating anything yeah. that has an algorithm Yes. Yeah. True story. Can you imagine if all the social media platforms just went back to like the completely chronological timeline? Oh my gosh. That'd be wild. Yes. I wish at least wild. Instagram would. Yeah, when yeah. that changed, I was like, I can't. You can, do I think this. you can partially change it back in your settings. Okay. I don't think you can entirely override it. I see the same five people. Because they're the people I interact yeah. yeah. most with, but I'm like, right. hey, who else do I follow? Yeah. <laughs> right. Crazy. So, uh, well, speaking of audience and playing to the audience's needs, um, I have a little survey that we shall take Ooh. together, um, and then I'll you explain it. You always have, like, quizzes and little False. games. False. James <laughs> has good quizzes, and, and uh, I'm playing off of his tactics. Man. I still like so, Caitlin's search corner. I'm definitely doing that. Caitlin's yeah. search corner, for sure. Love it. Okay, so I'm going to take you through the survey, and then we'll talk about why we're taking the survey <laughs> after we take the survey. So... <laughs> First thing is, um, let me see here. What's the weirdest thing you Googled this year? Oh, yeah, really? Gosh. Um, okay. I think I thought I was dying at one point and went to WebMD. I do that searches. all the time. I'll just be like, rash, fever, stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Cancer. like, it's like well, you're dying. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, you're oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you guys buy online? Nearly everything. Yeah. I don't okay. think I actually buy anything from a store. I think I really? go in there. Bre- <laughs> I don't I think I actually go okay. Emily, Emily has answers. What? I like going to the store. Okay, I'm, what do you buy I in the store? Everything. I go to the mall. I go to the grocery store. Okay. Those are my two. I would say okay. clothes like, and food. If are the they're having like an online stores. sale at a store, like, yeah, I'll do it online. But yeah. I like to try things on. I like to touch it. Yeah. Okay. I like to see it. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that clothes and a lot of shoes because no one has yeah, like any shoes. sort of standard. No fit thing or like anything that you need to fit well I definitely buy in store and mostly food the only things that I'll buy online for food are like like we get like those brown rice like minute cups in bulk you know what I mean like Uh, like we've had it a million times we know we use it all the time buy it in bulk on Amazon because it's cheaper okay but like 90% of food I feel like in stores so um, as we answer these questions I'm going to go through what the other people who had taken the survey Hmm. said so, what we buy online versus in-store. Groceries in-store. Mm-hmm. Clothing was pretty much split between mm-hmm. online, in-store, and both. Interesting. Paper products in-store. Mm-hmm. Cleaning supplies in-store. Yeah. Beauty supplies mostly in-store, but semi-online in both. Yeah. Yeah, if it's like makeup and I already found my shade, yeah, then <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. the shade doesn't matter. Yeah, like if it's like a palette or something. Yeah. You know oh what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Gifts mostly online. Books and media mostly online. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Electronics and accessories mostly online. Pet food in store. I get mine online. Mine's on auto ship. Chewy. Yep. 
We know. Do you know why? <laughs> because they don't ship it from their warehouse. They ship it from the PetSmart so store, get it the and it comes day. same. Mine came same day. Oh, that's yeah. Amazing. I literally ordered it like six a.m. when Chewy. I got up, and it came that afternoon. Chewy, you know your audience. Oh, I love Chewy, honestly. Even though Chewy's freaking PetSmart, honestly, rebranding of the century. Mm-hmm. Chewy.com. We'll talk about it. Not sponsored. Oh, they can they can sponsor Dobby any day. Um, art and home decor is pretty much split from in-store, online, and both. Yeah. However, it leans heavily toward, leans a little bit more heavily towards in-store. Interesting. Shoes, sunglasses, and handbags are split, both in-store and online. Home and garden is majority in-store. Office products is majority in-store. And auto parts and accessories is majority in-store. So are they talking about the actual transaction where you put the thing in your cart? Or are they talking about like, because I'm thinking like garden stuff. Like I've totally done an online order before and picked it up at Home Depot. Because I don't feel like having them charge me to ship like 20 pounds of like Mm -hmm. dirt or whatever for my garden. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, like there's also a blurred area in there. Yeah, I think that's kind of where it's like both. Like uh, people just do both. So, what are your reasons for shopping in store versus online? Emily, you've kind of talked about it that you want to like try on stuff. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Why do you shop online, Caitlin? Convenience. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, those are the basically the two. So, the reason for shopping online, the top reasons: convenience, price comparisons, to save yeah. time, to avoid crowds and people. Um, can review product. Uh, can read product reviews. Can purchase products that aren't available locally to avoid sa- avoid salespeople. Yes, actually, yep. Yeah, there are one. certain stores. I tell you what. Yeah, and <sighs> to be able to multitask while you shop. Mm, true. Yep. Yeah. Reasons for in store to be able to touch and see the items before purchase. It's true for food. Yes. Like produce a lot. Yes. Um, so you can have the product immediately. So you can avoid shipping costs because you want to try on an item first, because you enjoy going to the store, because you don't want the product to be damaged during shipping, because you want to talk to salespeople. Who wants to? (laughs) Because you don't want your item to get lost during shipping, or because you don't trust the security of online shopping. Interesting. Yep. I think all those are warranted, and a lot of those like match up with the categories you just said. Like when you said about like art is split 50 50, I'm like, mm-hmm. I get that because I'm buying something in a picture frame. I might right. buy like a print online from Etsy, yeah. but then I'm gonna buy the frame in person because I know it won't get damaged right. sending yeah. it or whatever. Like there's a. Right. So, how many times a month do you order online? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, and I hate it because it's not sustainable, and I should try to like put my orders together and stuff. But like, if you have Prime and it's free all the time, mm-hmm. I'll literally sit on my phone like one day and be like, "Oh, I'm out of that." Boop. Yep. <laughs> Sandwich baggies okay. coming out. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, mine fluctuates. Yeah. On average, how much? Once to twice. Once to twice. Okay. I'd agree with once to twice. Once to twice. I'd say probably like five. For okay. Me. So, Haley, you're in accordance to everybody else who's doing the survey. So, on average, average. (laughs) 34% said two to three times a month they order online. Hmm. And the generation that orders online most is millennials. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, this is way off topic. It's not just millennials, and I thought it was just 
interesting, the generation. Okay. Anyway, so I went to the dentist yesterday, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking about getting Invisalign or, like, some type of clear aligner, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get my dentist's opinion before I looked into them, and I was looking between Invisalign, Smile Direct Club, yeah. and Candid, okay. and... I was asking her about it, and she was like a little bit, a little bit older, and she had no clue what I was talking about, like with clear aligners. Even besides, in, like, besides, besides Invisalign. I wonder if that was an act because they want yeah. you to yeah. come yeah. there. I so, can't, I can't, I can't start thinking. I'll go into conspiracy theories, and then we can't talk about. Well, it. not like an act, but like that's crazy. You'd think that there'd be like if I so say I was a dentist and I owned like a dental practice. I feel like I would educate all of the people to be like, hey. People come in, like, I don't I don't truly know if Smile Direct is better or worse or the same as Invisalign mm-hmm. or whatever they can do in the office. But I'd be like, if they come in and say, should I get this? Here are your talking points. Here's our view as a company. What mm-hmm. we Either, yes, it doesn't matter. You can do it there. You can do it here. Or tell them, no, here are the, the downsides. Like, the thing is, she's weird. not an orthodontist, so it's not like she's sure. trying to get business, like, for that. But I mean, they probably get referral. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, yeah. like, she had no idea. It's, like, a major competitor. It's like, wild. With millennials, anyway. I mean, millennial. I mean, that stuff, which is the big reason I was looking into it, is because it's, like, $2,000, and it's Invisalign so starts cheaper. at 5500 Yeah. So, so, huh. so I think I enlightened her. I'm like, yeah, you should definitely like, look into it. I've never heard of Candid, but I've definitely heard of, like, Smile Yeah. Because yeah. Candid's different because yeah. they actually match you up to to an orthodontist in your area. Smile Direct oh, is only gotcha. dentist. Okay. I did all the research. So. <laughs> I know. Caitlin Amazing. knows. <laughs> be a sales rep for them. No one would want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to no no. come to your store. No. <laughs> um, so back to the survey. Just a tidbit is that since we were talking about millennials and generations, millennial, millennials were twice as likely as baby boomers to use daily deals websites and social media marketplaces. Which I was like... I've used both of those in the past week. Yeah. I bought a coffee table off Facebook Marketplace, yeah. and I use Slick Deals almost every day. Yeah. I love Facebook Marketplace. My it's apartment great. at school. Yeah. A dollar futon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dollar desk. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. I don't... Maybe it's because millennials would have less money to buy things and would look for deals yeah. more often. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's also, um, like, a social understanding of that. Because I remember yeah. I told my mom after I moved that I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, I sold my table. Girl came and picked that right. up this morning. I sold this. She was like, you should have, like, one of your friends be there or, like, at least text them and, like, let them <laughs> yeah. know. So, and I get it. Like, the only reason that I was like, we can meet at my house is because it was heavy stuff and I was moving that day. So right. I don't mm-hmm. care. But, like... She was like, oh, I would never. She's like, that's just not worth the risk. Right. And I'm like, the risk of what? Meeting some nice girl who needed a table? It's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, so going to happen to you. She's like, don't you listen to those podcasts? I mean, I, mean I, I get her point. Yeah. I <laughs> know. And it's yeah. true. You do have to be careful. But, like, for the most part, especially with Facebook where you can see their name. Because, like, when you use other apps, you don't get, like, yeah. any information yeah. about the person. Like, Craigslist yeah. or whatever. You just, like, hope. Cool. But, yeah. Um, so next question is, what are your top online stores? Where do you shop online? Express. Okay. Yeah, you love Express. Amazon. Amazon. Yep. Okay. Amazon. 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 Okay. I do a lot of shopping on Etsy, but I'm also trying, yeah, I'm trying to like furnish my home right now. So like, okay. So for millennials, us mainly, um, the top online stores were Amazon, Walmart, eBay, mm-hmm. Target, oh, Target, Best yeah. Buy, Apple, 
The Home Depot, Costco, Sephora, and Nike. Wait, you can buy Costco online? Uh, apparently, yes. It's a game changer. So I thought it was funny in comparison to Generation X and Baby Boomers because both of them have Bath and Body Works on their lists. (laughs) And I thought that was so funny because millennials don't. That's so (laughs) funny you say that because I was thinking, as soon as you said places where you go in to avoid or places you buy online to avoid, Bath and Body Works is my biggest beef of the world because you need to go smell everything before you buy it, but you walk in and like eight ladies have asked you, can they help you? Do you need a crate for your candles? Yeah. Whatever. I appreciate you, Bath and Body Works. I love you. I'm glad you train your staff to be kind to people, but just leave me alone. Let me shop <laughs> yeah. my candles because I'm going to buy way too many anyway. You don't need to sell that's, me. That's funny. It's, that's like my, the worst store yeah. now, I think for people talking, other than like a furniture store. Yeah. Oh, the Body Works is yeah. like, people just immediately talk to you. Uh, the other, t- the other one that Baby Boomers and Generation X has in common is Kohl's. And that is not on millennials. Kohl's is list. like a secret. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, I've made two purchases at Kohl's in the past month. Whoa. Two months. Probably Whoa. Andrew's one of Andrew's favorite stores. Interesting. Kohl's. Here's the thing: if you actually shop there a lot, it, you get ridiculous deals yeah. because everything's so on Kohl's such cash? sales and Kohl's cash. Oh yeah. That was, well, and I like Kohl's. Yeah. That's how you get how they get you though, because I had a ton of Kohl's cash from something, mm-hmm. and then I had to go buy something else, and I bought something I completely did not need just because I was like, well. Get it for like twenty bucks, and it's like a hundred dollar thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. the The first four are the same on every list, which hmm. is Amazon, Walmart, eBay, and Target. Wow. Across the board, which I think is fun. Fun enough with eBay. eBay. Yeah. <laughs> eBay is. A you hidden can, treasure. It is. It like truly is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just stressful because well, a lot of stuff is now you can just buy yeah. it. Yeah. But it's like a lot of stuff is still auction. Yeah. I don't like, like the auction oh. part, but it's yeah. a hidden treasure. It's a lot different you, than it used to be. What do you buy on eBay? Um, I just everything. I bought shoes. Okay. I bought a, a bunch of different like weird things, like random things that I have looked online for, but mm. didn't find it as cheap as I wanted it, and it tended to be cheaper on eBay. Interesting. Anyway, um, do we have Amazon Prime in this room? A free trial. Yes. Okay. You don't have Amazon? Okay. I haven't been able to pay for it. Broke calls. Okay. <laughs> so college discount though. Just letting you know. They did. It's really cheap. I, I did have something, trial. and they did have something. Yeah. Because my mom yeah. switched hers to my email address while I was in college, Amazing. and she used mine for free, and now I use hers for free. Oh. Amazing. Um, of the people who have Prime, why do you have Prime? two-day shipping okay yes so i used to pay for it and then i was like this is too expensive and then now i bump mine off of dustin and then in addition though i used a free trial at christmas because i need to buy christmas presents so i went on like my account so no one saw them Mm -hmm. and then it was like you can do this for 12 dollars a month and i was like because it used to be like pay 200 dollars right now you have for the whole year and i was like i don't know if i want it six months right now i'm like $12 $12 a month is not that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same amount. It's probably right. more. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Convenience, quick shipping. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Okay, really. so 67% said they have Prime because of two-day shipping. Mm-hmm. 18% said convenience for having a, a variety of products yeah. to choose from. 13% said the suite of services, such as video and music. And 1% said other, whatever that means. <laughs> I have, I do have two Prime TV shows I like. But other than that, I don't think that's a main draw for people. Yeah. It's mostly just quick shipping for free. So the last part of this survey, almost last part, is groceries. 
So, do you have your groceries delivered? No. Okay. Does this count like this doesn't count like meal kit things? Probably not. No. Okay. This is more like actual groceries. Yeah. So how many since no one has it in here, how many or what what do you think is the the generation who gets their groceries delivered the most? Baby boomers, generation X or millennials? Baby boomers? No, what's under baby boomers? I would say like I wanna say Gen X. X yes, but I also wanna like, kinda say kids. millennials that are like I would think like elderly yeah. would be the where it's most beneficial and or people who are in like their 30s now and have like well, young kids some millennials and don't want to go to the grocery store. Thir- what's no, millennial? not. Millennials is... Like, I'm Gen Y if that helps you. Are yeah. you serious? By 60s. Not yet. 94 is yeah. the cutoff. Are you sure? Yeah. So I would go baby boomers, now. then Gen X under yeah. it, then, then millennials. And then Gen Y is under us, but... It's like, I'm barely a millennial. It's I'm like 90. Go, my final answer is Gen X. Okay. No, I'm saying, I think millennials, like, goes into, like, early, like... It depends on who you ask. I'm going to look it up after this podcast, because now I'm curious. I have, <laughs> and they're all different. Every single source. Yeah. Wikipedia says that 1995, January 1st and after, is Gen Y, and before them is millennials until, like, 85. Or yeah, so... Like yeah, okay. so someone in their 30s. Final answers around the room. You said oh, Gen, X, Gen X. Which is the middle one. And yes. we're, we're talking about which group of people buys their groceries online and gets them delivered the most. So this is a trick question. All of them. It's tied. It's tied. For, Gen X and millennials are tied. Okay. okay. Emily? Gen X. All of you are wrong. Zoomers? <laughs> Zoomers? No. Millennials oh. get them the most. Oh. Baby, baby boomers get them the least. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. That was a trick question. Um, it, is, it is getting cheaper, I will say. Yeah. Because we were talking well, about that the other day. Pete was saying it's, what, $6 a box for Amazon? Yeah. It's not bad. My dad will do... He freaking loves it. Like, you ask him about the... He does it with Walmart. The Walmart mm. free pickup. Like, uh, you do it oh, online. Yeah, yeah. You bag it and everything, and they mm-hmm. bring it to your trunk. My thing is, if Wegmans would do that, I would do it. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to give up the grocery store that I like in order to be yeah. able to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so go, going off of that, so this this next part of it is of people who haven't used a grocery delivery service, more than 60% said they were unlikely to start. Baby boomers are most unlikely to start mm-hmm. getting their groceries delivered, which kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Millennials are the least. Mm-hmm. What are the most used grocery delivery services? The only ones I know are Peapod. Okay. And Amazon Fresh. Okay. Anybody else? Definitely Amazon. Okay. Um, Is Thrive Market one? No, not on this one. Okay. So Amazon Prime was 62% of it. Instacart is 20%. I see those Instacart shoppers in Wegmans all yeah. the time. <laughs> then there's Shipped, Peapod, Other, and Google Express. Oh, yeah, Google Express. I don't know what that is, but they all had 5 4 and 3%. Google Express I've looked into because, as you know, I'm, like, a big Google fangirl. Googs. Yes, mm-hmm. I love the Googs. Um, and it's not in our area right now. But in, mm-hmm. like, New York City or Philly or any, yeah. like, downtown metro mm-hmm. area... It's just the same thing. Somebody goes out and gets your groceries for it. It's a human. Go- not somebody yeah. from the store, but it's like almost like a DoorDash. Like a third party goes and does it and comes right. back. I don't know why I didn't think of shipped. My um, friend, she lives in um, 
near like West Palm Beach. She used to work for Shipped, and she seemed to actually like it. But okay, okay. So the last portion of this, sorry, it's long. Um, is have any of you been a victim to bank or credit card fraud because of online shopping? Yes. Yes. Kayla. I don't think so. No. No. Okay. How? Why? What's the story? I don't know how, but I got a notification that my card had like had a questionable charge, mm-hmm. and a man in Miami tried to buy twenty five Nintendo Switches. Oh, what? <laughs> and he had ordered them online and tried to pay online and then pick them up in the store. Mm. And it had obviously. Uh, not going through because it was my uh, debit card and I did not have the money for 25 Nintendo <laughs> Switches in there. So great. That was a time. What you do? How did you handle it? Um, I went in my app on my phone and I said cancel my card okay. and then I called them and I was like his name and address is right here and they're like yeah but we can't do anything about it and I was like wow. yeah, I can't. yeah it's so weird. How much were 25 Nintendo Switches? I think they're like $250 a piece. So a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, in, like probably nearing five figures, right? Yeah, 250 yes. times. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that's fun. <laughs> no, not nearing five figures, but like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like five grand. Emily, what's your story? Um, so mine, so what was it? I had my credit card like stored in Google, like, mm-hmm. I guess is that. <laughs> I don't have the it goops. <laughs> Once again, I didn't catch it until the process had already gone through. But right. someone had spent mm. like three hundred some dollars on Amazon. I mean, gotcha. Amazon refunded me. Right. Okay. Ever since it's then, like random when the stuff. whole like okay. save your card on this device. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I do. Mine's stored in Google. <sighs> I loved it. So convenient, but okay. Took it off. So. The latter part of this whole survey is talking about um, the fraudulent charges part Mm -hmm. of online shopping. And the median amount of fraudulent charges in unauthorized purchases was $250. Mm -hmm. Um, And most people handled it by contacting their bank or card issuer. But I don't know, I just thought it was interesting that... A lot of people. I'm honestly surprised that it's only like happened to us once and not even to like everyone in the yeah. room. I mean, I I had it happen, but mm. it was long, long yeah. ago. Hmm. I yeah, I never had it happen to me, but it ha- it's happened to Andrew multiple times, and it was always times, yeah, it was always so. the same bank. But his bank's good at say like rejecting the purchase. Yeah. So well, yeah. I only use credit cards online now. I don't use my because I used to have like my debit card. Mm. And with that, they can literally, like, there's less drain. protection. They, they can, can just drain, drain it. it. Yeah. yeah. It has to be there, With too. a credit card, they're like, hey, weird transaction. Yeah. And they, like, immediately flag it. Like, yeah. mine will text me if there's a weird thing that yeah. looks funky. I was just starting college, and they drained my bank account, too. Yeah, that was, was rude. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, that was, well, the best part was I was saying, because they had done, like, online order for pickup. And I was like, well, did you pick them up yet? They were like, no. And I was like, well, then don't freaking tell them anything. <laughs> Literally, just have them come pick them up and get him. Like, and they were like, oh, no, sorry, ma'am. They're like, we can't give you any information on what's going to happen from here on. And I was like, oh, his God. name's right here. I just looked him up on Facebook. Like, oh. <laughs> like literally. And his home address, because you, ha- you have to put in an address. And oh, I was like, my goodness. What the heck? I'm so Yikes. mad. I'm so mad. So, after the survey... You're probably wondering why, Amanda, have you done this whole survey? (laughs) The answer is we want to know how marketers can leverage all of this info that Mm -hmm. I have provided through this survey. So 
marketers can address the reasons why users are buying in-store versus online. So if you're selling a product that tends to be bought in store and you're trying to sell it online might not be the best option. The second one is, uh, or the second part of this is that you, if you're going to sell online, you have to make sure your website is easy to navigate for overall convenience because convenience is one of the top reasons anyone does anything online. Mm -hmm. um, if you are selling things online, the things to add are price comparisons, review sections for repeat customers, um, I know that I look on reviews on Amazon literally constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love when I they post pictures with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good for like fashion sites too. Like I buy yeah. stuff from Shein and it's like really hit or miss oh, in there. Yeah. But girls will post like pictures in it and they'll be like, this is horrible. This is great. And like, yeah, it's helpful. Um, the other thing is to have multiple clear images that are taken by professionals on mm -hmm. your online store. And then for clothing in particular, Having a size chart is a must, mm -hmm. and noting the model's dimensions that are oh wearing mm -hmm. yeah. the clothes. I love that, but I also hate it. See, I like, like when... This girl's six foot and weighs 30 pounds less than you, and I'm like, great, I'm back too. I like when they have the model's height, because I am 4'11", yeah. so if something is long on a girl that's 5'5", yeah. five, five, it's going to be like right, yeah. 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 right. on me. So. And I have noticed that um, a lot of companies that are selling clothes that are have a line that's uh, size inclusive sometimes yeah. they'll have multiple different I models yes. of different sizes and shapes wearing the same item mm -hmm. yeah. Aerie does that and you can actually look at the whole store with whichever right. girl you pick right which is like oh, because then you, like I hate when you have to look at like every pair of yes. everything of clothing on somebody's body who looks not like that's not gonna look like that already. right and you can literally just select like who you want to see everything on and that's right. so cool you. that is so good <laughs> that's really cool yeah, also that. one other anecdote how you're saying about yep. like they have to decide like do they want to try to sell it online and be smart about it right. or whatever and i say all birds which i got these shoes from they mm -hmm. have online so i was gonna buy them online i was asking for them for christmas and i was like i don't want to have to ask for the wrong size so i'm gonna have to like deal with them right. getting a refund or whatever and i almost didn't ask for them and i went on the website and it was like size chart i was like oh great and i was like Crap, I don't have a printer. Nope, wasn't a size chart. It literally said, put a ruler on the ground, measure your foot, how many centimeters is it? And I was like, why don't we do shoe sizes like that? Yeah. Because that would literally solve every problem. Yeah. yeah. But no, we're like, mm, seven and a half. Seven yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> but that, like, that literally won my business. Yeah. And they're not cheap shoes. Like, mm -hmm. that's such a smart, because they don't sell them in stores. They're right. only online. So I think that having, like, that creative eye for, like, how can we make it easier. Mm -hmm. Like anything like Bath and Body Works. I, I would never order online, but if they sent like a scratch and sniff catalog, I'd never walk into Bath, Bath and Body Works ever again. Yeah, that's true. Like if you can be creative that's with your true. marketing, you can totally direct if you want to become online or if you want to become brick and mortar, mm -hmm. like what you want to do, which is pretty cool. Anyway, that's the end of that. Um, anybody else have anything else to say? Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, Rate, review, subscribe, all good things. Um, and this year in 2020, we will be transitioning. Um, Haley and Nora are fine and wonderful content people. <laughs> oh, we're just fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine and wonderful. Um, into hosting this podcast, so you'll be hearing a lot more of them and a lot less of Kelly and Amanda. <laughs> Because Kelly and Amanda have things to do. <laughs> so, anyway, um, until next time.